are to us men are handbags to women like cars are to to us. Is that a is that a good analogy? Handbags to women are like cars to us. Uh, I don't know. I, I you know I guess so because I think women need handbags. Mhm. Anybody else? True or false? You should always do a test drive and kick the tires a little before buying. True. 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 Very true. Everybody agree with that? Not many times you just go to the car and say, I want that car. I'll test drive it first. Even if you did say, I want that car, you still got to go on test drive. Mm-hmm. Make sure the performance is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, has anybody ever made a purchase that you regretted? Anybody ever bought a lemon? Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> most latest, I've had several lemons. Really? Yes. Do, do tell, brother. Well, I had a Ford Expedition, uh, 2005. That was a lemon. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Time out, time out, time out. Yes. You, you got to remember the statement that I made when we started. That we're not talking about cars. So rewind. I don't think rewind. Oh, you oh, talking about the actual woman? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, We're man. talking about cars. I'm tripping, man. You know, I, you know, I'm here drinking, and you getting all uh, spoken word on me. I got to think when I listen to you and the metaphorically. All right, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I had some lemons, plenty of lemons. Yeah, my ex-wife, one of them. She was a lemon. <laughs> The lemon from the beginning. I look past the flaws. I hope that car will get better. <laughs> raggedier and raggedier. <laughs> well, I mean, once you figured out she was a lemon, did did you put every effort into getting her back on the road? Of course, because I signed the contract. Once I signed the contract and I wasn't leasing it and I wasn't renting it, I actually had bought it, you know, outright. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was committed. I was committed to try to get that thing working. You know, I changed parts and, you know, read the AutoZone manual and ask people what that, you know, had similar models, what did they do? You know, and yeah, man, yeah, it was just a lemon. <laughs> Good words. Anybody else bought a lemon first time around? Well, you know, everybody, you know, has always tried to buy that luxury. And come to find out that luxury uh, has some uh, internal problems. Well, let me ask you this, true or false? Women are like cars because if it's got tits or tires, you're going to have a problem sooner or later. Tires do wear down. Huh? If you don't rotate the tires, they will uh, (laughs) wear down. The line that can't get off off a bad bump. But there, I mean, there are so many different models to choose from. But, but aren't women as varied in shape and size as the multitude of car makes and models out here today? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you have some cars, and when cars, I'm talking about women. I think we know that yeah. that look absolutely hideous. 
You know, like, what in the world is, why is he driving that car? But then it's the most dependable car. I mean, never gives him a problem. Cheap on gas. Doesn't ask for much. Cheap on upkeep. You know, it's just a joy to own. It's just, it just doesn't look good when you sit in it. So you're saying that some just look rough on the outside, but inside they're amazing. Some look rough on the inside and are ownership-friendly. Some look great on the outside and are ownership-friendly. That's what we all hope for. And some look great on the outside and they're absolutely terrible to own. Mm. High ownership costs. You never get a chance to be to drive it. You know, you bought it to drive it, but you never really get to drive it. You get the it takes up space in your driveway. What about a Hummer? <laughs> Some of y'all get that tomorrow. All uh, right, you you really <laughs> y'all sleeping here? I'm, I'm not sleeping. Y'all up? No, oh, I got it. I mean, you yeah. know, I got it. I don't, I don't think the rest. I'm of on the Hummer now. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. You killed it. Mm-hmm. Wrong folks stuff. Mm-hmm. What about foreign cars? What, what do y'all think about them, or do y'all prefer only domestic models? No, no. Foreign cars are very great. <laughs> Why? They're great, man. Foreign cars are the best. Um, you know, because uh, they have a different philosophy from domestic-made cars. I'd take a car that's made with a focus on quality versus a car that's made by a union worker any day. <laughs> now you're getting it, brother. Keep sipping. Keep sipping. Well, I'm going to get that tomorrow. <laughs> Anybody else um, prefer domestic models, or do you like foreign cars? I mean, let's break it down. I mean, a lot of people... Um, um, some 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 people may say that uh, our cars are made better. Okay. Right. Um, you know they're not as aggressive as American muscle cars. So you got to smooth the ride. Now y'all getting it, brothers. Y'all getting it. Y'all getting it. But are women actually different than cars because one looks great with a donut? I don't think nobody likes a donut, especially when them <laughs> little jacks. Some of y'all get that tomorrow. Y'all get that tomorrow. But, yeah, are, are women like cars because you can tell when the high beams are on? Uh, high beams. You have to break high beams down, man. <laughs> really? always, yeah, because the high beams are always on. on. <laughs> are they? Yeah. Is that true, brothers? Some women that, uh, you know, they high did it all, all day, every day. Mm. Which is to be a good thing. I mean, that's, that's confidence, you know. <laughs> Guess seven, so that's why padded bras are the best. They get it, they get it. Um, 
But speaking of high beams, are, are women like cars if you leave the headlights on all night that won't start in the morning? Well, I don't understand. You're going to have to break that down. <laughs> How the hell you leave the headlights on, on a woman? I don't understand the late. Hey, you don't you don't take care of her. You know, she's horny and, you know, you just go night-night. Oh, so headlights on means she's horny. Yeah, you know the headlights. You know what the headlights are? I think they're the breast. That's right. So mm-hmm. if the breasts are erect, then she's on. Got it. All right, yeah. so are you saying if the headlights on, you leave them on, they just don't start up in the morning? Yeah, if you leave them on all night, uh, she won't start in the morning. I don't know. I'm just going to make you. That's a little deep. Yeah, it's going to get worse. Um, oh, my God. But is getting married kind of like buying a car? Let me stop fooling around with y'all. Is getting married kind of like buying a car? To me, no. Okay, why not? Because a car is a car. It is disposable. It's not my, you know, and this is just my outlook on a car. Some people see it totally different. I I have a cousin that lives in Bowie. You would think his car was a part of the family. Uh, A car is a car. A car is disposable. It's material. It's completely replaceable. Uh, My wife, no, no. That's a lifelong commitment that I've made. So I don't see those two as the same. I I understand the similarities, but I don't see them as, as the same. I agree with you there, sir. But is it crucial not to fall in love with the very first car you see? It happens. Sure it happens. Sure it happens. I mean, but do, do you do you want one that turns every head in town? Absolutely. You do? Absolutely. Why so? Talk about that. Your trophy wife. Absolutely, you want one that 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 turns heads. I mean, that's what that's what men want, you know. I mean, because you you want to you want to that appearance is so important to you. You know, who 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 cares if you bought it to get from point A to point B? Mm-hmm. But are 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 some women? You know, a lot like used car ads, you know, the photos aren't really what you see in person. <laughs> oh, I, uh. <laughs> yeah, but you don't get that. You get it as is. I mean, you get, I mean that's what you're getting in a United Four. You're getting as is. Hey, you know, there's some no women. One, there's, no, there's no one saying, all right, after 30 days, I'm gonna send you back to the manufacturer to get uh, updated. Then I'll try you for you know from there or turn you in. You get a you get a woman as is. So whatever issues she bringing to the table is just like the luggage in the trunk of the car. You know, and some and some uh, there's creative marketing. They have the special lighting effects. They know exactly how to take pictures. To where you don't really know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. 
if you, the picture doesn't tell the truth, there's no truth in advertising. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's why you got test drive. And in the beginning, was your goal to get plenty of experience behind the wheel, drive anything, any and everything you can get your hands on, no matter what it looks like? Most definitely. <laughs> Because, I, I mean, do y'all think that women are like cars in that they both benefit from a good wax job, a good waxing? Oh. That's, that's better experience. Got to get it dirty first. <laughs> <laughs> good words, brother. Good words. But uh, well, some models fun. But you don't want anybody to know that you drove it. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, did y'all have friends that laugh at you with some of the cars that you drove? Listen, there's some wing, some wingman action going on here. Sometimes you had to take one for the team. Yeah, there's some. You absolutely just don't leave and let people know. You would take to the grave. Yeah. Test drove. <laughs> Sometimes they can laugh, but at the same time, they might have been alone at the time. But somebody, yeah, so I think um, somebody mentioned earlier, what if, you know, they, what if, what if she had a lot of junk in the trunk? Well, you talking about drama or big behind? That big behind. That's my weakness. That's my weakness. And it don't have to be a lot of Go ahead. You said it don't have to be a lot in the trunk. No, uh uh. I like it with a lot in the trunk. I like it with medium in the trunk. I like it with little in the trunk. You know, I like that. Period. I like the trunk. It got to have a trunk, period. <laughs> but, I mean, have you ever been a little nervous about what's been in the trunk? Uh, Rodney. <laughs> I told you it was going to get worse. Oh, God. I should not have drank. Uh, Rodney, Rodney, let's just be honest. When you're a young man and you, and you, you dream about some of these cars, especially ones you can't afford, time you do not think about what else is in that trunk? I mean, is it true that the better you lube it up, the smoother the ride? The better you lube it up, the smoother the ride? Well, you got to change that oil and keep it lubricated, I guess you could say. I mean, do they screech when you don't lube them up enough? I mean, if you put something in their tailpipe, will they stall? <laughs> Come on, fellas. Stay with me. Keep sipping, brother. Keep sipping. <laughs> if you put something in their tailpipe, will they stall? I hope not. I mean, can, I mean, can you even tell? I mean, let's be real. Can you even tell that they've been rammed in the rear end before? I don't know. What the hell? <laughs> Right. 
Right. What are you? Are you talking about anal sex? Or are you? Uh, yeah. Or are you just talking about? What are you talking about? I'm talking. Yo, know, you got it. You right there with me. Man, it's making me. Uh, uh, all right. I mean, how you know? there's no way. I mean, what? How, how you know if your woman? I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm asking. Do you trying know? to ask me if I know if my woman had anal sex? Yes. And she probably has. <laughs> I don't expect her to be completely honest about it. Don't <laughs> <laughs> so everything on that CarMax, uh Right, because if she because if she told it honest, then that means I'm gonna expect her to do it with me too. Mm-hmm. And she don't want to do that. She don't want to go down that path. She mm-hmm. might end up going down that path anyway. But uh, she don't want to go down that path. Well, let's let's flip it over to you know the other junk in the trunk. You know, she was talking about like if they have a lot of baggage. I mean, can can a lot of junk in the trunk you know actually be a bad thing? Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. It depends on what the drum is. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. I mean, three years ago, we did a show called Baggage in Your Marriage, and and at that time, we defined baggage as the trunks, bags, suitcases of previous life experiences that inhibits one's freedom, progress, development, or adaptability in a marriage, impediments. So previous relationships, previously conceived children and their parents, bad credit, you know. But did did you tell your wife about all of your baggage prior to saying I do? Uh, I told her about most of it. I mean, I didn't tell her about all of it, but I told her about most of it. What I liked about my wife, her, most of her baggage was already out there and open. That was them three kids. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest baggage right there. She couldn't hide. Mm-hmm. Unlike them models that come that you don't even see the flaws on, you don't find out till it's too late, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Go ahead. I don't know, man. I, it depends on what the baggage is. I mean, I don't remember having too much baggage when I met my wife because we were both going to school. <laughs> so our baggage was thin. We both broke. We were both trying to get an education. But, but when you were driving for the very first time, I want you to go back to your very first time. Yeah. When, when driving for your very first time, should you be extremely careful? I mean, uh, is, what I'm did you, is, uh, you asked me if I wore condoms. Yes, I did. Yeah, because I, do, do new young male drivers tend to be very reckless and fail to take the proper safety precautions? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, before we had sex without a condom, I made sure we went to the mechanic to get a seven-point inspection. Mm. Now, that's with your the wife, but that's not every single time. I mean, no, this, this is with my wife, the woman I was going to marry, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, because I didn't do it every single time. My point I didn't want to catch anything she had, and I didn't want to give her anything that I had that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, because would y'all say that women are like cars? The faster they are, the more dangerous and expensive they can be. 
And would you would you advise someone to drive as many different cars as they can before getting one of their own? Yes, I will. Not as many as they can, <laughs> and but I would I would advise them to at least experience driving uh, with with a few different varieties before settling down. Answer some questions in your mind first. Gotcha. You know, because you will all you you will come to a point where when you are committed to that one car, to where your mind will lead you down a path that can end up costing you a lot of money and time. Has has anybody ever had a friend that let you borrow one of his cars? No. <laughs> no. Oh. No, 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 no. That's swinging, man. That's swinging. Man. No, I don't, I don't, I don't ride my friends' cars. Never have. So you ain't try to sneak a ride and not and not get caught. No, not at all. Absolutely not. No, that's 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 a man rule. Are are, are some models easy to steal though? Yeah, some models are very easy to steal. That's a model here uh, around the corner from me. Uh, the keys in it right now. <laughs> if I want, if I want to take it for a drive, but uh, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you said the keys are already in it. The keys in it right now. All I got to do, I already know where it is. All I got to do is get in and crank it up, and I'm driving. <laughs> wow. Mm. And it's already it has an owner. I would be stealing that car. Renting is that a reasonable option? Are there any drawbacks to renting a car? <laughs> uh, there's a whole lot of drawbacks to renting a car. Like I love it. Let's do it. It's the oldest profession in the book. <laughs> never go away. <laughs> but I mean, since they don't always wash them between customers, should you put something over the seat so you don't catch something? Oh, absolutely. I hope they're doing that. I hope they are doing that. I don't know, bro. <laughs> yes, now, nice make sure you have insurance. Absolutely. You should make sure everything is good to go. Good health insurance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, let's say you decide to buy instead of rent. True or false? The best don't advertise. The best cars don't advertise. True or false? False. Why do you say that's false? Because uh, some do advertise and some don't. I mean, it's 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 a, it's a toss up. I mean, but you you have you you there's a very small amount of very good cars that are out there to own do advertise, but you have to sift through so much of the advertisements to actually find one. I want to say true to that one, though. Yeah, I'm going to have to say true. I disagree with that. Go ahead, brother. Man, I, I, I think the best cars advertise for themselves. So let me give you a for instance. If I make it big and I'm making a million dollars a year, I'm going straight out and buy me a Maybach Benz. Ain't nobody got to put it on a commercial for me. I know where I'm going. I'm Maybe get me a Lamborghini. That's just top of the line. I know it already. I don't even have to see the commercial for them. They just yeah, advertise really. for themselves. I mean, really, has anybody ever seen a Maybach or a, or a Lambo commercial? 
No. <laughs> no. If you gonna go get Halle Berry, you gotta no, have. That. No, she got Berry too many no. nicks and dents in her. No. But that's not <laughs> advertised. That that's grown folk stuff though. You got grown folk money and a grown folk body. The best body advertised for age forty, over forty. So I'm just saying, if you didn't know that there was electrical problems in, with the Bentley, and it was out there, and you can get it, you own it. You just got you a Halle Berry. That's right. You got you a Halle Berry. I mean, you see it every day. I bet you she ain't seen it. Remember, you... one man's, one man's um, trash is another man's treasure. And, and when you did decide to buy... Did you make sure you went to a reputable dealership? Okay, you got to explain that. What the hell is a reputable dealership? Well, I can could, I could kind of say what I did. Go ahead. Mine was in college with me. We graduated from the same college. So, you know, um, you did the research with the family, the family good people. So that, that was my research. I did my research. Oh, okay, I got it. I met mine. Oh. Sometimes you got to go check beyond that person and check who they hang with, their family. You got to do a little research. See if you went to a reputable dealer. It's almost like doing a uh, consumer report. Mm -hmm. I met mine through an online advertisement. (laughs) And, And were the pictures, you know. Or did they? Everything lined up perfectly. Everything lined up perfectly. It was it was perfect. It was one. You know, I tried several online uh, advertisements and I was severely disappointed. But this one was was actually perfect. Yeah, somebody oh. said you you went to blackpeoplemeet dot com, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is right where I met my wife. <laughs> but I mean, really though, you know, talking, going back to the, the reputable dealership fellas. Um, what about that pushy saleswoman that's looking to saddle you with a big down payment and long term financing? Good lord. Mhm. Hey, when you run into those high end, uh, that, that's part of that luggage. That, that goes back to that luggage where you know you meet that lady and she brings that baggage of credit. Score of uh, six five hundred, maybe a little less, and now you you become responsible for that. And, and and you just said something profound. I don't I don't think you even realized it, but you you talked about credit. And are test drives allowed without a credit check and a valid driver's license? <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, you go off the shots, you know, because you're courting just trying to meet the girls. You know, some men, they look at that, that car and they're trying to get something else. They're trying to see how that engine takes. That engine is working up under the hood. Right. Before they actually are looking at the uh, all the specs. I mean, 
my 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 wife at the time uh, when we first uh, went on a test drive, whatever you call it, yeah, test drive. Uh, she was under the impression that I made less than thirty thousand dollars a year. And why was she under that impression? Because that's what I put on my profile of black people meet. I was only looking for serious sellers willing to work with you, aggressive, you know. And uh, and uh, she kind of saw through that when she came to my place. She realized, you know, it was kind of the gig was up. You know what I'm saying? She realized I made more than that. But, uh, at the same time, she was at my place. Mm-hmm. Where so many, like the Maybach manufacturers and Lamborghini manufacturers, they saw... You know that my my profile and my income level, I wasn't even in the ballpark to be looking at those models, so they just kept it moving. Mm. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere, fellas. Now y'all getting it. Took you forty five minutes, but you're getting it. You're getting it. No, we ain't getting. I ain't getting. <laughs> it's gonna get worse. But um, should you make sure? Should you make sure the title is clear before you put anything into it? You got it all right. <laughs> Why so, brother Andrew? Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, define put anything into it. <laughs> you define it. <laughs> anything, um, money, or or any anything. You might take it for a weekend, you know, spend the the you know to to Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. You might you might have to park it in the garage for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Take it back home and 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 and, and buying papers on it—that's a different ball game. Well, Andrew, do do some models require lots of attention? I mean, do, you want to avoid the expensive models because the upkeep and the maintenance. I mean, they they always some models are always in the shop getting something done. Well, you always know, there's the a difference between a car and an automobile. Uh oh, talk to them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ford, Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> What I mean, Lamborghini. <laughs> That's an automobile. Mm-hmm. And if you can afford the automobile, you can afford the upkeep. I'm so glad Andrew was on. <laughs> you say you open Andrew was on. Yeah, so glad Andrew was on. <laughs> but he, he he said something interesting, and let me I ask mean, y'all. Got that upkeep. That's the problem, you know. Maybe sometimes we're a little bit behind on that upkeep. Um, but did, going back to what Andrew said, did you get the 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 fun car of your dreams? Maybe that Lambo you always dreamed about, or did you get one that was more sensible that you could reasonably afford? Listen, I'm gonna be honest. Be honest with us, brother. I started out with the hoop. <laughs> Talk to him. And I'm be honest with you. Talk to him. I I, I started out with the Ford Escort because all I all I had was the Ford Pro. You know, but then that Escort turned into uh, a Dodge, and then from a Dodge to a Lexus. You know, mm. and right now. You know, it's 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 through Mercedes. So, you know, nineteen years later, that that car that started off as a hoopy, 
we both riding in luxury because because we just grew together, and then we kept the upkeep, and then when it was time to upgrade, we upgraded each other. That makes sense. Yeah, it does, P-Town. And, and, and P-Town, do you like to show her off? All the time. She likes to show herself off. She got that Facebook and Instagram. Because she's excited. <laughs> she's happy about her kids and happy about her life, you know, and about our marriage. So, though I don't like taking a lot of pictures, wherever I go, majority of the time she's with me. So, I, I do love sharing all, you know, showing off. And and will she will she let you take a top down on a nice day? Oh yeah. Well, you know, on a bad day, I can you know just take the top down a little bit. <laughs> Man, she get topless? What is it? <laughs> Y'all moving too fast for Brother Ike. <laughs> eight, eight, <laughs> uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you think? I, I just said. I just said. Does she does she let you take the top down on a nice day? Well, I mean, I don't understand. What did you miss? P Town got it. He said got absolutely. It. He got it. Ah, uh, okay. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> on a nice tomorrow. day. On a nice day, can you can you take the top down and cruise? <laughs> down you get it tomorrow, P Town. As long as you want. <laughs> He'll get it tomorrow. But, I mean, really, fellas, is there anything, is there anything that compares to the thrill of driving your very own new car for the first time? I mean, the interior smells great, the inside is soft and supple, and the ride is incredibly smooth. Is there anything that compares? No, man. Once I said I do, man, it's been it's been rolling ever since. I don't know. Some people like classic cars, man. Mm-hmm. Some people like them '64 uh, Impalas and them uh, them uh, Mustangs, man. They ride pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, let them get their Cougar on, then. They can Cougar all they want. <laughs> but I mean, it, isn't it fun to just jump in and, and fiddle with all the buttons? Back to the car, back to the models, back to the models, um, back to the cars. Um, have some models had a lot of previous owners? <laughs> That's well, a good thing. Models have more than one owner. That's a good thing because you never really know how many owners your model really has. In most cases, uh, but you, but you, but you, some of them you won't, depending on the level of automobile it is. Some of them you won't. To already have all the kinks worked out and straightened out, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get it brand brand new because there's some manufacturer defects that the first owner had to deal with, you know. So you know it just depends, you know. Yeah. So you saying you don't like your women like you like your cars, low mileage and gently used. You don't like that. Oh me? No, no, not now, no. Now when I was young and stupid, yeah, hell yeah, I won't have nobody. No, I don't want nobody to ever drive them. I want to deal with all them <laughs> hidden problems and all that crazy stuff on my own. Hmm. But are, are women like cars since they they get you where they, where you need to go most of the time, but have the occasional occasional breakdown when you least expect it? They break down on you when you need them the most. Yeah, yeah, my ex-wife was like that. Yeah. Uh, when when the axe murderer 
is running toward the car with the axe in the middle of the woods in the rain, and I turn the key, and the car doesn't start. That was my ex-wife. <laughs> when I need her most. Now, if the destination is right down the street and it's within walking distance, she's more than ready to run. But if I'm in the middle of the woods, Jason Voorhees coming at me with the knife, in the rain, I'm dead. <laughs> that's, that's the absolute truth. Because, you know, you find out, you know, what you got when the chips are down. Absolutely. I mean, you know, hey, you fly into Aruba, they're all happy. When the right. chips are down, it's a whole, you find out what you got. That's so true. And, so you, and you know what? It's better that you find out before you say I do. I found out before and after. <laughs> you know, after I do is half. half. Right, half. But, I mean, say say you do, um, you know, find out some things and, you know, you see, you know, plenty of uh, dents and nicks and with obvious signs of wear and tear. Can a neglected car in bad shape be restored? It sure can. Talk about it, brother. How you so? know, I my first car, I had a Rolls. That was my first car. Mm. You know what I mean? It was a it was a Rolls Canali. It would roll down one hill and Canali, 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 make up the next. <laughs> <laughs> No, but but you know I heard somebody uh, on the call talk about you know uh, you know in in the beginning you know you want that you know you want that car that nobody ever started but after a while you realize you know what let somebody else de- get get the devaluation let them drive it off the damn lot yes Lord <laughs> them take the fifty percent hit <laughs> I know somebody from on ninety five right now. <laughs> Find out that you know um, most girls, especially, especially if they got the pretty girl syndrome. Mm. Okay, I mean, good, goodly, good, goodly good, good, You marry a twenty-two-year-old that got the that got the pretty pretty girl syndrome, you got yourself a headache. You're done. You know what I mean? You know what you need is you need that girl that grew up ugly and hit twenty-two and got fine, and she don't know it. That's what you need. You see, but you marry that 22-year-old that grew up fine, you got all kind of hurt. Painful. Painful. So you you got to get the one, you know, that's been down the road, that realized that her stuff ain't lying with gold, that every other woman got the same thing she got, you know, and she going to work to keep you. You need to find one that's going to have a rough owner, an abusive owner. Yeah. So that she's kind of owner that... Yes, seven said preach. <laughs> right, I got one that had a rough owner, an abusive owner, so I'm straight. I did too, man. And you know what? <laughs> it's like this. Here's the deal, okay? Hey, you got a you got a girl with the pretty the, the pretty girl syndrome. You know, you whining her and dining her and all kinds of stuff. like, mm, that's all right. Mm, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm, that's all. It's just a 328i. I want a 340i. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and you get one, you know, that had a rough owner, he'd be like, you mean I can have a cracker? I can have a cracker? <laughs> what an apple pie? Oh, my goodness. Love you to death. Well, Andrew, let me let me let me ask y'all this. Let me ask y'all this. Doesn't it sometimes suck for the previous owner to see somebody else driving it? I mean, did, have y'all had any experiences with the previous owner being jealous and possibly wanting her back? I'm gonna tell you what. You want to hear something funny? Because you know uh, I'm dealing with that situation, not wanting her back. But in the back of his mind, you know what? He's thinking, "Damn, my legs ain't long enough to kick myself enough." Okay. <laughs> You know what? You know he's looking. He's looking from the outside, still playing the same damn game that he was playing at 22, when you know when he was throwing it down the steps and stuff. And he's like, "Wow, I'm I'm still here, you know, shacking up, changing changing women every few years, and I ain't got nothing that that. And look at what I left. Mm. I'm telling you what. You know what I mean? And and. And he's like, oh, my goodness, you know, now, now now he done raised my daughter. Look at that. Oh, my goodness, because I was an idiot. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Now you're oh. talking. Yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good words. But somebody I mentioned. Can... Oh, go ahead, brother. Let me, let me, let me stop. I, I appreciate that, too, because I know the uh, previous owners of, of my vehicle, they just hurting. Mm-hmm. They, they hurting. They, they they all hurting on. They all dying on the inside. None of them are married. You know, I mean, none of them are car owners themselves. You know, just can't find the right one. You know, and it's tough on them. You know, and now that Ford Escort that they once had is turning into a Maybach. Mm-hmm. Right before their eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's rough. It's rough on them. It, it, it's funny to me. It's hilarious to me, you know, because uh, you know, like I said, he he he's still coming around, you know, checking you know checking out the merchandise and the, the merchandise just flew flew back from South Africa. Mm. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> you know, wrote a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, somebody that's good words for somebody mentioned the fact, um, you know, that all all I mean, pretty much we know that all vehicles. All cars have a few miles on the odometer. I mean, so I think somebody said that. But let me ask y'all, is is high mileage an issue with proper maintenance and care? How high is the mileage? I mean, uh, let, let me put it this way. There, there's an old saying that it, it may be an, an, an old car, but an old Ferrari is still a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you take care of it, you know, it can still show. Mm-hmm. But as, but as they get more mileage on them, do they become less reliable and attractive? You know, and like you said, I mean, so when one gets old and used, some, some men just trade up and get a newer model. <laughs> I'm glad you said that <laughs> because uh, you know my my little one who's 21 is you know you know he he he's sniffing around you know and he's about to trade models again for about time and she how many times for the third time since he left you know my my uh, 
Ferrari, and and, uh, and she is upset because because he's he, he's fifty and he's dating some thirty year old and thinking that that's the answer and he, and and she's upset because because he's fifty she's thirty and he's got another one at, at the house that, that that he's about to dump for the one he's dating mm. and he still ain't figured it out the problems in him. Mm. And, Andrew, do you think that owning a car has turned out to be more expensive than he ever imagined? I think uh, he's been on that, that, that uh, the, the lease to option plan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can only get for so many miles on a, on a lease. Right. Okay. And, and, and he, you know, he hits the five-year plan, and he had a four-year lease, and now he's paying that extra twenty five cent a mile. So he mm-hmm. figures trade that in, get a new lease, something newer, something sweeter, you know, I look good, but he ain't figured it out yet. Mm-hmm. Because the bottom line is, you know, you might as well buy it so you can get some equity in it. Mm. Now we're getting somewhere. Okay. <laughs> bottom line is if you don't have no equity equity, you ain't got nothing. You just going over to Avis. <laughs> <laughs> or Enterprise. What I want to rent that car. Yeah. That's a dangerous game right now. All right. But I mean, have you have y'all have y'all ever um have y'all ever been tempted to skip some of the periodic and routine maintenance? Oh yeah, that'll come back and bite you though. Why so? Uh, you know, I mean, if, if if you don't do the maintenance, it's gonna break down on the side of the road, and then another truck come by and pick it up. Listen, after a while, you continue to hit potholes. It's gonna mess up the alignment, then it's gonna mess around, and your axle will fall off. So yeah, you know, I mean, and and if it breaks down on the road and you ain't around, and, and, a, and another tow truck driver comes by, you, you just may be short. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because because you know the the the, the lot storage fee may be more than you can handle. Mhm. But but when it's new, fellas, when it's new, are most men watching for any warning lights? Oh yeah. Mhm. Really? When it's new? When it's new. They're very attentive. I thought when it's new, most men just jump in and hit the gas. Oh, no, they're out there every weekend, shining it up, polishing it up, making sure everything's straight. Mm-hmm. You can't get a mark on it. Mm-hmm. Get right back on the deal. Mm-hmm. Hey, no, no, there's a little, I hear a little funny sound in here. You want to check that out? But, I mean, no matter how well you care for it, I mean, will your sex little ride eventually show signs of age? I mean, get a few scratches here and there, some chip paint. See, they don't call it age. They call it character. Mm. Right. I mean, sometimes when it gets cold, it, it won't start no matter how many times you pump the gas. It's like a fine wine. Right. But I mean, over time, does it require constant maintenance just to keep it running? 
Every car starts with maintenance. Even your new car, you got to change the oil every 3000 or 5000 whichever one it is. I mean, every car needs maintenance. That's why they try to tell you to just stay on the program. Mm. But, I mean, at this point, fellas, and I'm, I'm, I'm about to speak to somebody, but at this point, you know, could investing in a few upgrades be worthwhile? I mean, could it? Could a big pair of shiny new headlights give your ride a whole new look? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, could, could the improvements make it seem like a completely different car? Listen, when you're young, you want the spoiler kit, you want the wing on the back, you want the, uh, you know, you want to hook it up with some twelves, you know, nice speakers, so everybody can see you coming and hear you coming. When you get older, I can find why you want it just the way it is. Mm. Well, let me ask y'all this. Uh, and again, I'm, I'm about to speak to somebody. It's after 10. You know, I, I goof off before 10 o'clock. But do you ever get tired of driving the same car every single day? When you got the car that you want, no. Yeah, but I, I think that's the textbook answer, P Town. Come on, man. I mean, I mean, really? Do Do you ever get tired of driving the same car every single day? It depends on how you're wired. It depends on a lot of factors. First of all, it depends on how you are as the individual, and then it depends on how your relationship is with your car. If you're not wired to be receptive to the subtleties that that your car has as it changes over age and as you learn your car and as you keep learning your car as it changes and as you change, then, yeah, you're going to get tired of driving. Mm-hmm. If, if you're not wired to be receptive to the new things, then, yeah, you'll get tired of driving, and you'll keep trying to drive new cars. Different yeah, I mean, car. Yeah, you see all those other nice cars zipping around the highway, and you start to start yeah, to fantasize about what it'd be like having that a hot new car of your own. But the car you know, you, I, that was a nice car too. Well, it's a nice nice car too. I, I so think they all change. You're trying to get your car. You know what you what you want your car for. Some people like a car so everybody can look at them and say, "Oh, look at that guy's new car." Okay. <laughs> But you know what? If you if you're looking for a car to be reliable and you find one that's gonna be there, you know, through the thick, the thin, the snow, the whole hey, it, it's better to get a you know to get a car you know can get you from A to B than to go out and find something that looks good and smells good but but breaks down. Mm. But what what about what about just getting a second car, one for work and one for home? Oh man, now you're in South Africa. <laughs> I mean, really, right. fellas. Every yeah. dude there has more than one wife. You know that the the, the 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 president has six wives. Oh, in South Africa. Uh huh. The president mm. has six wives. Matter of fact, talked to a brother. Told me if you're a Christian, you got to have more than one wife. It's a requirement. Wow. But what I mean, but fellas, what, what about just getting a second car 
one for work and one for home. Getting in dangerous territory, man. Why so? Dangerous territory. That is uh, that is uh, not acceptable. So, are you, are you saying you can't afford two car payments at the same time? I'm saying I can't afford two car payments at the same time. Because, mm. you know, you got different type of maintenance for each one. Mm. You, got, you know, now you got to upkeep not only your main car, but your secondary car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to keep both of them clean at the same time. Yeah, that's tough. There's some grown folk men out there who can do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the reality is that if you spend all day driving your work car, would you would you still have the stamina or desire to drive your old car once you get home? <laughs> 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 We're going somewhere, fellas. I know where you're going. I know exactly where you're going. I'm gonna tell you what you may you may think you you ain't got it though. <laughs> what? Unless you're going some um, high-octane boost to put in the gas tank in your uh-huh. gas tank. Yeah, I mean, really, what, what if you decide to just, you know, really, what if you decide to dump the old car and just stick with the one at work? You know, the one at work is fast, sleek, sexy, and it's a late model. And just imagine, you you know how tight the suspension is that grips the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen it happen, but then that car of getting rid of that old car may not be you know efficient enough for you. Um, sometimes you think that that car, because it's new and it's better equipped because it's a newer model, um, that's that's additional payment that you got to pay for that, along with the car you had to uh, expense and give away. Hmm. Hmm. But I mean, really, kind of hard. But P Town, I mean, is it possible that she could be too fast for you? I mean, could could you be too scared and maybe too beyond your years to drive her as hard as she wants to go? Yeah. Too fast for you? You knew that going in. I mean, what, what I'm saying is, fellas, you know. Some of y'all are missing it. Y'all have to get it tomorrow. But could she ultimately careen out of control and bang every car on the road? <laughs> oh, I knew exactly where you were. You knew that when you bought the fast car going in. Mm-hmm. But you can't buy that that that, that second car because you can't handle the payment. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, you, you and, a fast car. You know, a second car. And then, you know, hey, when you rent it, the payment's always higher to rent it. <laughs> so when you, you can stretch it out over time. Talk about it. Okay. But when you rent it, I mean, you know, it, it's, it, you know it, it, it's a thousand a week. <laughs> you ain't going to be able to handle that. You know, you got that, 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 that 400 a, week, a month and you got a thousand a week. You can't handle it. You know, at first you think you can. Mm-hmm. But it ain't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. But I mean, really, fellas, we talking about the two cars here. I mean, did, did this does this still happen to men these days? 
guys got a work car and a home car? I mean, is, is that still happening out there these days? Happened to me. Really? Mm. What happened, fellas? Hey, I'm going to tell you. Thought I could, you know, thought I could hang. Thought I could, didn't realize that the payment's too high. You know what, the payment's too And then you know what you find out? Here's the funny thing. You find out, you know, you get a new car, and it's sweet. Oh, my goodness, it's sweet. You, you polish it, you clean it, this and that. You know, and, and, and the first, you know, six months, you, you drive it, you're just so happy. Mm-hmm. After a while, you know, you forget how fine that car is. And you finally just get you from A to B. And it's just the same as the car you used to have. You know, and now you got an additional payment because you got to pay the other one off. Because you know, when you trade that car in, okay, you know they say, "Oh yeah, no problem," but they don't. They don't. They add the payment on top of the other one. <laughs> yeah, you could trade it in, but you know what? You're gonna pay both payments because we, you know, you ain't paid the first one off, so we're gonna add that and we're gonna tag that, and you're gonna be something called upside down. I don't know if Tony's on the car on the call or not, but but being upside down that means you owe more than the car is worth because you're paying for the first one and the second one, and the second one gets upset because you got to keep paying off that first one. Mm. That, that second car needs some attention, and 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 your payments are still going back to the first car because you ain't finished paying that one off. Mm-hmm. Why you say my name like I got something that's upside down? <laughs> <laughs> he was just calling on you to explain it, brother. That, that, that's all. Hey, bro, and, and, and you know you know there's people coming in there, and you tag that other payment on top of the first one. <laughs> and you said, you know, you upside down. He didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. That's that baggage. You have to explain that to the brothers because some brothers don't understand that, you know, oh, just because you got a new car don't mean you out of the first one. Because, you know, they they play that game and make you think that, you know, oh, they gave you this much for the car, but but who ends up paying for it? (laughs) But what happened to these men that, you know, got the two cars? What what happens when they get caught? Don't, Don't they swear never? You know, to touch another another new car ever again. You know, they opt for something used, maybe something with an automatic transmission. I don't know. That's where it usually happens, man. You, you know, a new car depreciates real fast. Mm. Right when you ride it off the lot. Mm-hmm. Because, because of what uh, Tony would call... Because you, when you're doing, when you're looking at a new car, you're meeting the representative. You're not really meeting that real person. So where they show you at the beginning, it's high class. It looks good. It talks good. Sounds good. And then once you put a couple miles on it, uh, and the rust, you know, all the little things start to engage and you start seeing pieces fall off the side and you be like, what in the world did I just buy? Mm-hmm. not what the uh, brochure told me when I went to go buy the car. 
I've been pimped. But I mean, somebody mentioned, I think another brother mentioned um, a classic car. And what, what about you? Are you married to a collector's item? Do you have a wonderful classic that's been well-maintained? I believe so. Why so, brother? Because if you go back in the market, somebody's going to have to pay me millions of dollars. <laughs> so you're saying, that you, you, you're saying that you can take her anywhere and be proud? I can take my wife anywhere and be proud. I mean, you look at those classic cars, and you know they they they've been around for years and still look good. And are some models just very faithful and reliable? Oh man, like buying a 1967 Ford Mustang Shelby. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. Right now, you know, that thing's $100,000. Why? Because it got original parts. It's unique. You look at the serial number, it's different than normal serial numbers. Look at the design, it's different than every design. You know? And that's how you feel about your wife. But but do y'all think that women are like cars in the fact that they both need a little TLC. That's right, baby. Garage cap. Mm. Oh, need a little wax job. New tires. Take care of it. That's, that's the husband's job. Yeah, because, I mean, with careful attention, they can last a lifetime. That's right. That's what we want. That's what we married her for. So, P-Town, you're talking about your classic car. When you have the opportunity, I know it's difficult for you now, but did, did you start her ignition with a really good kiss in the morning? Oh, yeah. Right on the forehead before I walk out the door. Come home. I give her a nice kiss and on the forehead, and right on, you know, right when I walk in the door. You know, that's my ride. That's my engine every day. That's how I got to get up in the morning, and go to work. That's the reason why I come home. And when you have to park her or leave her alone, do you make you make certain that she's in a safe place? All the time. You know, Rodney, no matter how late the call is, I found out every Tuesday night my wife stays up just conscious enough just to make sure I give her a kiss before I go to bed. There it is. And if I don't, she'll be bringing it up the next morning. She's like, you so you stay up on the phone there, you think about them so much, you give me a kiss. So now I know, no matter what time it is, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, I know she's going to be waiting on that kiss. Mm-hmm. That's good words, brother. That's good words. But let, let me ask you this. Let's go a little bit deeper than that kiss. Oh, Lord. Pick up your drink. Pick up your drink. 
you hand washer? Oh, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, we take. We take, I'm, I'm trying to follow. We take showers together. <laughs> I know you're having trouble, man. But we, yeah. What about uh, you other fellas? You know, any, anybody? Do you, do you hand wash? Put a little anybody? wax on after. I got that. <laughs> Put a little wax on, little baby oil, that little smell good stuff. She like. Mm. But do y'all do all? The scheduled maintenance, and be be careful with that. Do you do all the scheduled maintenance? I mean, be honest. If you were to be honest, do you do all the scheduled maintenance? You supposed is to? scheduled maintenance sex or? Or is more than sex, you know. Or or are we talking care, uh, life in the house, intimacy, you know, all the stuff we talk about every week. Oh yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Every once in a while, I have to say I might be a little late, but the maintenance gets done. I might not be on time every five thousand miles when the when the little maintenance required light come on. I'm not gonna say I'm here every time, but that when the maintenance light comes on, but right. yeah, it gets done. Right. But I mean, if if some men spend the same kind of time on their wives as they do their cars, would, would they be a whole lot better off? Some men, yeah. Yeah, my cousin, definitely. So you're saying your cousin, does he understand the idea of maintenance? Yeah, he does. You know, I think most guys don't. Mm. And I they, they look on the other side of the fence, and they think the grass is greener. And, oh, you know, the grass question. might be greener. But you know, if you water your own damn grass, it would turn green. Mm-hmm. And speaking of grass, Andrew, you know, do some men place greater priority and value on their car than they do their house? Oh, I mean, he'll he'll wash his car every day, but live in a dirty house uh, because the car is synonymous with our yeah. image. Yeah, you got that right, especially a black man. Truth, <laughs> man. Go to the go to the car wash where you can wash it yourself. See who's out there. Mm-hmm. You know, got the seeds <laughs> in the ghetto. Listen, cars and shoes is important to a black man. <laughs> First impressions. I mean, you know, just like you know, which is like you said, the house. You know, men usually take care of the outside. Right. With your car, you know, you usually take care of the outside. So with your woman, guess what you're going to do? You're going to take care of the outside. You're going to make sure she smells. She can go buy whatever perfume or smell good. She wants hair done, nails done, feet done, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if she's pampered and happy, then nine times out of ten, her emotions is a little better than if she's walking around with, Without a hair done, or that ain't gonna happen. You married to a black woman, that ain't gonna happen. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, back back to your point, uh, P Town, um, or anybody for that for that matter. In Drivers Ed, y'all remember Drivers Ed? Oh yeah. What did they teach about how most accidents are avoided? Drive defensively. 
Exactly. Exactly. So so are our women any different? No. Nope. I mean, if we protect, provide, nurture, cherish, I mean, would she respond a little better? Well, you know, it, it all depends on, the you know, the, the, the ingredients you start with. Mm. You know, I mean, that, that's all the beginning. I don't, I don't care what you do. If you got the wrong in, ingredients, you can do whatever you want. And, you know, she going to long dong silver. And do do some men take their car apart and start replacing things that, that really don't need to be replaced just in case that might be what's causing their problem? Do they take the car apart and start replacing things and just just in case that might be what's causing their problem? I think that's a good point. They start driving a you know, they're not getting the acceleration. They they start changing stuff like, you know, the air filter and, you know, all kind of stuff instead of making sure they, they figure out what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because sometimes our cars suffer from sluggish performance and they become unresponsive to our demands, our driving demands. But let me ask you all, do you all need – now, this is kind of a difficult question, but I can ask you that after. You know, it's 1030. Do you need warning lights and gauges to tell you is something wrong with your car, or can you just feel what's wrong? Do you need warning lights to tell you is something wrong with your car, or can you just feel what's wrong? I, I can feel what's wrong with mine. Okay. Well, I can feel something is wrong, mm-hmm. and I probe a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Do you need warning lights and the gauges to tell you that something's wrong with your car, or can you just feel it? Starts to drive funny. You know it's driving funny. Mm-hmm. But warning lights are good. A lot of times we don't get warning lights. We just got to figure it out. We got to see how it's riding. Mm. Yeah, because, I mean, in, in our relationships, we, we all hit bumps in the road. Potholes, all of that good stuff. But after you've had the same car for a number of years, are there some things that just can't be fixed? Do y'all believe that after you had the same car for a number of years, are there some things that just just can't be fixed? Absolutely. That's with any car. Every car is that can't be fixed. I tell you this, I got this truck, right? And it makes this squeaking noise. Not a bad squeaking noise. And I've changed the pulleys, the belts. Done a lot of work on it. Had a lot of different people look at it. But it just squeaks. And it's going to squeak. And I have to accept the fact that that's just the makeup of this vehicle now that it's got some miles on it. It's just going to make a sound. Now, do I keep trying to change it and keep throwing parts at it to try to make it not make this characteristic sound, or do I just accept the fact that that's just what it wants to do? Mm. Ooh, you're speaking now, brother. 
You see, I think when we keep trying to make adjustments and keep making changes to fit something that we feel is supposed to be a certain way, we go against the grain of the the natural stages of growth, of maturity. That's good words. And say that you know, I, I don't know about your your truck, brother T. Hawk, but um, let's say for example that your truck has maybe put you down, maybe let you down on the side of the road a few times. How many times will your truck have to let you down on the side of the road before you just give up and decide that it's time to get yourself a new car? Uh oh. Uh-huh. There you go. Uh huh. Well, again, may not be the answer, and let me tell you why. Okay. The truck is paid for. Mm. Only thing I got to do is maintenance and insurance. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Mm. So you saying if if I offered you a brand new car today, T Hawk, you wouldn't take it? No, because then I'd have to go see. There'd be something with it. There'd be some, 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 some person I'd have to go see. I'd have to do a whole lot of negotiating. You know, what I mean, I have to do some figuring on how we're gonna pay for it and get this thing paid for. I gotta do some budgeting. I mean, there's a lot that goes. It may be shiny. It may be clean. It may even smell good. Smell, you know, new car smell. At the end of the day, it's gonna cost me more. It'll cost you more. Cost me more. And, and, and you know, people in your friends, and people going to always say, you know, it's going to be less maintenance because it's newer. But that's not true. It's not true at all. You got a car paid for that, that rides good. It just might need a little, some new tires. But now you talk about a brand-new car that needs new everything, a new car payment. That's five, six years of starting over. Just to get to the same point where you are with the car you got right now, and not and not to mention all the all the heads that's gonna turn when people see me with this new car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the questions is gonna be at. Well, how you get that? How can you afford that? How much mm-hmm. you that? What does it cost to maintain maintain that? You know how it goes. Oh, I know. But I mean, y'all, y'all said something interesting too about can it can it take years to learn a new model? It it can, it can, it can, no doubt, no doubt. Especially if you don't read the manual, y'all will get that next week. Yeah, they get that next week. But I mean, some guys sacrifice what they already have in order to see if they might. Like a different model, you know. I mean, I think it's okay to go to the car shows. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> you have to explain okay that, to brother. Oh, uh, you ain't got to explain that. Everybody know what the car shows are. No, he's gonna have to explain that. Give us some texture in that. Talk about. I think it's show. okay to go. You know. <laughs> If you notice at the car show, uh huh, 
can't ever write a check. And I think they may do that on purpose. You can mm-hmm. only look. And I think that's the way car shows should be. You can't write a check. You can't buy it. All you do is look see what's out there. But there's some car shows that uh, allow you to sit and 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 just feel, get a little dream of what you can have. Okay. If you wanted to upgrade. <laughs> now. Mm. But what's the now one you're running into? But listen, listen. What's the one thing that's consistent on every every vehicle at the car show? One thing that's consistent on every single vehicle whether it be the cheapest one to the most expensive one. They're all the same. <laughs> well, they're not all the same. The one thing that's consistent is they all have a sticker on them. That's it. Mm. <laughs> they all got a sticker on them. And they all tell you what it's going to cost to own it. Mm. So you know coming in. Conception, you know exactly what it's going to cost. You're getting that Lamborghini, you see exactly what it's going to cost for you to own that. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Now, what's the difference from that going to the club? <laughs> um, you end up spending more money going to the club because you don't know exactly what you're going to get. I'll tell you, I'm drinking Grey Goose or I'm drinking a beer. <laughs> I want a glass of champagne, or I'll take you know some 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 naughty head or something you know. Hmm. <laughs> just just nine say only suckers buy the card to sticker value. <laughs> 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 nobody buys the card to sticker price. <laughs> you always talk them down a little bit. Hmm. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yes, now. But uh, T Hawk, let me ask you this about your mom. Um, do you trust her for the long haul? I trust my model for the long haul. That's good. I trust my model for the long haul for the simple fact that my model has been dependent this far. Mm. Wow, that speaks volumes. Right now, from mm. the beginning to now. Mm-hmm. Good word. But I want to switch gears for a minute. I want to talk about us. Are we men like cars in any way, shape, form, fashion? Are we men like cars? Sure. 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 No doubt. No doubt. I think we had a conversation on here one one time where we asked if you if you if if we were a car what kind of car would we be right right hmm well i don't know i don't know yeah well let me let me let me help you all a little bit i want to play a clip this is only 10 seconds fellas 
So I'm like, eyeballing her. She walks right up on me and she busts out. Is this your ride? Yeah, you want to go for a ride with me? She said, no, I want to drive. I said, can you drive stick? She said, I can learn if you teach me. <laughs> Y'all know what movie that was from? Hmm. Um, is that, um, that was, uh, that was, uh, what? That was uh, boy, that Boys in the Hood. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, guess seven yeah. and nine. Got it. Yeah, and, and y'all got it. Come on, yeah. man. Come on, yeah. man. I remember that. Yeah, everybody remember that scene. Yes, sir. But, that thing was amazing <laughs> at that time. So if we men are like cars, should she know how to drive a stick? Always know how to drive a stick. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and and should she know how to give your chrome a regular polish? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> most important. <laughs> Why is that most important, brother? Oh, because I mean that's just you know, you know, uh, we tend to be high chrome models, and we love to always get our chrome. That's right. You can't uh, you can't walk around and not polish. That's the neglect. You get little rust pits in your chrome when it ain't polished. <laughs> oh man, I hope they're listening. Hope they're listening. Um, well, I want to play another clip. This is another ten second clip, fellas. Ten seconds. So how's your engine running? Can you still go all night long? Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> How does that affect your relationship, brother? Yeah, she can't either. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that all night long. <laughs> I, I can go longer than she can, so I'm good. <laughs> I can drive longer than my car can go, so I'm straight. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Anybody else go all night long? The brother saying, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> now, now, you know, if the old trees had a little liquor in them, I don't <laughs> drink that much like that no more. <laughs> or that black, or that brown, <laughs> that, that, that whiskey, that crown, yeah, you know, some of that crown. Mm, I've been gonna put a crown all night. I can't go all night. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> But I ain't trying to right now. Um, what? That tangeray is liquid Viagra. Don't get it to <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, but I There's mean, some things out there. Yeah, y'all talking about liquor. And, um, you know, just tying it back to, you know, are, are we men like cars? Um, and sometimes liquor can play a part in this, but... Are, 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 are we men like cars since sometimes we run a little hot? You know, we have trouble with anger management and controlling our temper sometimes. Is that possible? Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. And what about as far as becoming uh, less attractive and less reliable with age? 
you just say you couldn't, you still can't go all night long like you used to. But um, doesn't all this this less attractiveness and less re- reliability doesn't that happen to us men too? I mean, yeah. we start to get a little fluid leak here and there. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say that. Definitely with those words, man. Fluid leak. <laughs> I mean, the gasket needs to be changed. That's not good. Oh, yeah. that's horrible. That's <laughs> around you. Oh man, but if 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 men are like cars, fellas, if men are like cars, what kind of cars do women like? Dependable. Dependable. Okay. Anybody yes, else? Sir. What do you say? Just like you said, consistent, dependable. Do y'all think that women like trucks or SUVs since they can carry all the baggage? Some of them do. Some of them like the pretty cars, too. Mm. My wife likes the truck. <laughs> My wife likes the big dump truck. The heavy movers, you know. <laughs> they, they only built for certain. Built for last. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she likes. She got exactly what she wanted, and I got exactly what I wanted. So we straight. That's good. That's good. I'm glad we pointed it back to her because I want to go back to her as we get close to shutdown time, fellas. Um, this is good, but... Are you familiar with your car? Have you put a lot of care and effort into maintaining it? And what I mean by that, fellas, is are you a professionally trained mechanic who loves his job? Yeah. Yes, sir. ASC certified, man. That's right. <laughs> Only person to get out of that hood is me. Mm-hmm. All change needed is me. I'm out there. I got it. I don't need to take it in. I don't need to take it and get a $20. I don't need to take it to somebody else. Yeah, you, you're talking about the uh, the oil change. Do you give a quickie, a little quick oil change? That's just some opportunities. Yes, sir. <laughs> I ain't no shame. Yes, sir. Every once in a while, she won't quickie, I won't quickie. We got things to do. <laughs> right. We got them kids, too. Right. So it's all right. Good words. Yeah, you got to maintain it. That's what the whole point is. Um, but I want to play a clip here, fellas. This is uh, 60 seconds um, before I ask this next question. And when you got married, did you ever, did it ever cross your mind that your marriage would be interrupted in this way or, or, or any way for that matter? No. I mean, never. I mean, we would sit here when it first occurred, when she was first diagnosed with cancer. Um, we used to look at each other and say, who would have thought? I mean, we'd be laying in the bed or just sitting there on the couch and just in amazement. And we're just like, who would have thought that this would be happening to us in this manner? But you never know. Life is life is not promised to you. Each moment is not promised to you. It's you have to live and understand that God is in control of everything. 
fellas, what if your car is totaled? Boy, you would have to go there. What uh, if your car is totaled, like the brother was talking about? It's pain. Mm. It's pain. I mean, you put your heart and soul into that car. Mm. You know? You know, you love that car just like you love yourself. So, mm. when, if that car gets totaled, it's the it's ultimate pain. Mm. Anybody else? What, what if your car is totaled? Brother said his. You know, you might want to take the bus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it may be some truth in it. At least for a while, right? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's real. I told her the car, June the 17th of 2011. Go to my truck. Flipped it over several times. Thankfully, I walked away from it, but it happens. It happens. But what yeah. if... What, what is let's it? be honest. Hold on, right? But let's yeah. be honest. It happens, but you never think it's going to happen to you. No. You never go in thinking that your your car would get towed. Right. And you look Even at though at the dinner, at the dealer, the dealer will tell you, hey, here, you might need to get this gap insurance just in case your car gets totaled. Or you try to get insurance or some type of protection for damage. You never go in thinking that this car right here would get totaled. Exactly. And you, and you think about what happened last Friday. You think those staff members at Sandy Hook Elementary, you think their spouses knew that the morning, that Friday morning that they, they would be totaled? Nope. That's, uh... I mean, they were just going to work, just going to school, mm-hmm. principal, other staff members. But what if every single man drove the very first car that he owned until it died. Well, how would the world be if every man drove that first car that he bought and just drove it until it died? Didn't trade up when times, you know, got a little had a little warning lights here and there, got a little mileage on it. You would just say that's a man's man. He knew how to take care of his stuff. Right. Can I Go tell ahead. you a little story? Go ahead, brother. Um, so um, I deal with senior citizens in, in my practice, and um, I've got a patient that's uh, 97 years old, and his, his wife is, is 95. And when you start to see mature love, it, it, it's really amazing. And he comes in, and he he's doting on his 95-year-old wife, like like they're sixteen year olds and he opens the door and, and, and she's worse off than he is, but he can barely walk, but she's on a walker and, and he's opening the door and helping her sit down and helping her up and 
and he used to be a lawyer, and, and I talked to him, and I asked him, I said, you know, I said, I'd just love to see this, and he said, you know, she's been there through the thick and the thin, and, and you know, I just love her so much, and, and I'm just going to love her, you know, and, until the Lord takes her home. And to see that kind of mature love, that that's real love. It's not the stuff of, you know, oh, the, the hot little, you know, whatever, whatever she looks like. I mean, real love is that mature love when you've been through some stuff and you've raised your kids and your grandkids and your grandkids and you're still there to be with each other through the end. When I see that, it just, I mean, it brings tears to my eyes. And that's really, you know, that's the love that that that's demonstrated through Christ. He's going to be there no matter what. And that's really what we're called as as, as men of God to be and to do. And you know it's not always going to be it's not always going to be fun it's not always going to be sexy but at the end of the day that's real love yeah that's it and and Andrew just to follow up on that um somebody mentioned it might have been you it may have been another brother but every car comes with an owner's manual right and in the owner you get it used yeah and in the owner's manual there's a maintenance plan that the manufacturer put together to make the car perform and last as long as possible. So here's my question, fellas. What manual should we look in for guidance on how to take care of our cars and implement the proper maintenance? Best-selling book, Married Men Don't Talk. (laughs) There you go. Other than that, T.O., other than that, what other manual, what other book should we look for guidance in how to take care of our cars and implement the proper manual? Well, the only, only guidebook that you really need is the Bible. There you that go, bro. Everything. Talk about it. That's the only manual that you need because it will tell you how to treat your woman. It will tell you that uh, in, in, not, in more than one place, you know, that uh, you man must love God as he loves his family. Mm-hmm. Thus, take care of his wife. Yeah, and that's uh, Ephesians five and twenty-five. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for her. Mm-hmm. So, now, now P-Town, you said that, and that was so eloquent. Um, and thank you for that. But when's the last time you opened up the manual? And implement it with the manufacturer suggested for your car. Uh, I'm opening it up today. I'm opening it up right now. You know, um, my wife needs some. She needs not not maintenance, but she needs some care, some TLC, because you know it's hard to say the right words to a person who just lost a loved one, and and here it is Christmas time. You know. Well, she did she lost a loved one. Yeah, her mama. So you know, you might get eyes. Might have to mute him. Got him. But yeah, but uh, it is what it is. I mean, you know, that tender love and care. If I'm gonna nourish and make sure that this car runs, I have to make sure I know what it. You know, all the diagnostics of it. Make sure that it runs smoothly when it needs to. Work. So yeah, I'm looking through that book now because 
We don't go through this. It's like you said. Once that car gets wrecked, mm-hmm. you know, you either gonna have to go and get it refurbished, you know, get if it if it's fixable, try to fix it, or you gotta go and get you another one. So this is it's fixable, but it's very hard because you know if you haven't lost a parent, you don't really know what to do. You can say the right things, you can do the right things, but. Yeah, but that still may not be enough. But but let me ask you this, P Town, and this is um, I ask you to throw it out to the group; they can answer it. But this is the final question. Um, what about the manufacturer's warranty? And what I mean by that is, if if something isn't working quite right, can't you just take it back to the manufacturer to troubleshoot and ultimately fix your problem? Doesn't he have all the manufacturer's specifications and the right parts to fix it? I believe so. Can I answer that question? Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. I just want to answer the question. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I want to answer the question because, I mean, it sounds good. It does sound good, and theoretically you're 100% correct. Yeah. But some people don't like the dealer. Mm-hmm. They want to go to a side. Some don't want to go back to the dealer to get the dice. I mean, because guess what? It's too expensive. Ooh. You got to pay a price when you go to the dealer because he's going to use original parts. It's not going to be aftermarket. Mm. All original parts. He's going to get you back close to brand new as possible. Some people don't want to pay that price. They want to cut corners. So my question is, how easy is it to get that person back to the original dealer? Mm. You know, we know the manual. All of us on this call know about the manual. You know what I mean? But we struggle every day because it's hard It's hard in our shoes trying to maintain that, that same focus. And a lot of times we don't get the support that we need in that direction. original parts, you know. We know they're there. We know exactly where to go. Sometimes it's right around the corner. Sometimes it's right down the block. But it's hard getting them to go back to that, to the dealer. You know, especially if you suggest it. Mm. Saying something, brother. You know, sometimes you can't suggest it. They got to suggest it. It may be the right thing, but if you suggest it, it may not be right coming out of your mouth. So they got to hear from somebody else. Somebody else got to tell them, well, you know, why don't you go back to the dealer? They got the parts you need. Mm. But you might have said it a hundred times, but your word ain't good enough. Mm. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm telling you, that's good words. Anybody else? Before we drop the conclusion, flip it over to open mic. Anybody else? Anybody going once, going once, twice? All right. Time for the conclusion, your favorite part. Buying a new car is a major investment, and we want to make sure that we're getting our money's worth. 
But we also want to make sure that the vehicle won't cause us trouble. God, the manufacturer, created an owner's manual for everything in our lives, including marriage maintenance. Just like we have to service and take care of our cars, we must also take care of our wives. There's a basic checklist for the proper use and maintenance of your vehicle since regular maintenance keeps your car going. When our wives are well cared for, the payoff for us is huge, pun intended. Realize that as long as you pay attention, your car will get you where you want to go in style and in grace, and all the while making you look good. So drive carefully, fellas, and enjoy the curves on the road. That concludes our show for the evening, fellas. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk show brought to you by Household Stress. We hope that you enjoyed the show. You can join us again on Tuesday, January the 8th, 2013. And that topic will be... What is a husband's kryptonite? For more information, please feel free to visit our website, householdstress.com, and also download our free household stress app from the Google Play Store for your droid smartphone. You are now free to move about the country. Uh, Good call. Rodney.